Welcome to episode 184 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason, as always, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. That's we've, right. As you saw in the title, this is the Slayer Tour Extravaganza, I yes, guess you could say. it is. A couple shows from last week that we got to talk about. A couple of those Slayer shows, I mean. And then a couple of other shows. Some music as well. But up front, since the last time we were here with Mr. Frank Hannon, we lost Jill Janis. Yes, uh, Metal World has lost another one. And unfortunately lost uh, her to suicide. Right. Which is not good. Yeah, this is someone that if you... You know, in these cases, a lot of times death brings out, you know, people checking someone out that they didn't before. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't checked out this band, do it. Yeah. I you mean, know, that's all I can say. We've championed them on here two years ago. I believe it was 2016 mm-hmm. was when Static came out. That was in our top 15 that year. Or six. Such, a, such a great fucking record, man. Yeah. All their stuff. I mean, if you if you like gallopy classic metal, I mean, just shredding kind of stuff and her voice you know it spans so many octaves and right. she's perfect for a band like this you know i mean it, it, it was custom made and uh you know that record static was fucking killer and uh it's just really sad it really is yeah the thing i thing i loved about her is that it's not what she did wasn't typical because for that kind of metal yeah there's you know there's a lot of women in metal now but there's a lot in that side of the the symphonic metal, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then your radio stuff, like in this moment or hellstorm, or but your babies, or yeah, whatever. that kind of thing. Yeah, manufactured style crap. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but then in your just straight up balls out thrashy, just gallopy metal, like metal. Said, yes, yeah, it's pretty rare for there to be a woman fronting that band. Yeah, and. When you first see her, like, I want to check this out because she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But then when you hear her, it's like, well, this is fucking great. And then on top of all that, when you go see them live, it's one of those, she was one of those front women or front person or whatever you want to call it that completely commanded the fucking stage. Like, you could not, you couldn't even, you could try, but you couldn't even watch anyone else in that band. And I'm not just talking about because she was good looking. I'm talking about because she commanded the fucking stage like she was... A demonic Freddie Mercury or something. You know? <laughs> she she did it better than most men. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, she's quite a presence, and you know she's very fan friendly as, as everyone has seen. You know, in the social media world, you know, since her passing. Yeah. So um, yeah, everybody had great things to say. Yes. Like when they met her, how cool she was to him. Yeah, and she would carry on conversations with fans that she didn't even know, and you know, I've seen people say they were. She remembered him when they, she came back, or when they came back and saw her a second time, that That's kind of right. thing. Yeah, she was cool to us when we met her. That's right. Hel- helped us work our phone. Was it your phone or my phone? It was yours because I was trying to take the picture, <laughs> and, and I was she fumbling it with me. it because it wasn't my phone, so she grabbed it because she's, she's like, like <laughs> I've got this phone as yeah, well. Yeah, the same phone I've got. Come here. And she fixed it for us. Right. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, th- there you go. It's just, uh, yeah, one of those one of those things that we hate to have to talk about. Right. What else do you say? Rest in peace, that that kind of thing, you know? That's right. It sucks when this happens. I mean, we've lost a lot of people. Too not, many. Not just losing people, but losing people in this way. You know, of course, big ones like Cornell and Chester Bennington, even freaking Robin Williams. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, it's crazy. Fucking you know, Bourdain, someone, you know? Yeah. 
it's not, you know, you hear it, it sounds cliche to keep saying it, but, you know, if you know someone, you got a problem, someone's around the corner, can call or send a message to or whatever. That's know? right, reach out. Getting on to more upbeat news this episode and every episode, sponsored by our friends at DEB Concerts. They keep bringing kick-ass rock and roll to Tulsa, specializing in the 80s hard rock world, that kind of vein. Last couple years, they brought a lot of stuff to the ideal ballroom. And coming up here in a little over a month in October, we've got Sebastian Bach coming on October 5th. And Monty Pittman's going to be with him, as well as One Bad Reason, or One Bad Son. I don't know why I said One Bad Reason, but Monty Pittman is a badass guitarist. Yes. And Sebastian Bach, you of course know from Skid Row. So that's going to be one hell of a night with some kick-ass music. Then a week later, Tom Kiefer is coming back, the voice of Cinderella, one of the guitars of Cinderella, the piano of Cinderella, the saxophone of Seattle. Cinderella. I said Seattle. Seattle? What the hell? <laughs> Stumbling over my words. Where's sorry. your brain at? I don't know. I keep... That's like <laughs> the third thing I've stumbled over. <laughs> the voice of blues rock and roll. Pretty that's much. What you can say. Tom Kiefer's a bad, a badass. See him live. You will not regret it. That's October 12th. Sweating Bullets and Evil Twin is opening that show up. Speaking of Evil Twin, we're going to be talking about Anthrax here in a bit. <laughs> Yeah. That song. yeah, November 3rd, Kicks. We love these guys. Oh, man. One of the best live bands you can see. High quality, dirty rock and roll. That's the way you can describe Kicks. Sweating Bullets is also opening that up, and Rocket Science will be there as well. That's going to be a good one. Catch that for sure. Without a doubt. Yeah. Then the next month, December 8th, LA Guns is returning, and Junkyard will be with them. And there you go. That's right. That is, like we've said many times before in past episodes, that is a bucket list band for both of us. Thank God we can cross Junkyard off of it finally get to see them. Yeah, definitely looking forward to this. All these concerts, like I said, brought to you by DB Concerts. All these shows at the Ideal Ballroom are hosted by Eddie Trunk. So get out there and meet him as well. And the Ideal Ballroom is a great place to, to see a show. Yeah. So yeah. thank you to DB Concerts for bringing all these great shows. And speaking of shows at the Ideal Barn from DB Concerts, this past weekend, Faster Pussycat was there. Nice. I, I got a question there real quick. Okay. Do you think Sebastian Bach will do Thick Skin? Um, no, but I think no. he'll do a couple of tracks from Revolutions Per Minute. That Okay. That's getting even deeper. I, I, That's I'd like be, the last I'd, EP they did with Solinger. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, maybe do. maybe he'll do a Dragon Force song. <laughs> That'd be cool. Just saying. Okay, if he plays "Beat Yourself Blind," it's all good. There you go. Okay, he probably won't touch subhuman rights, but I hope he does. Faster Pussycat. Yes, you were there. Yeah, they played the Ideal Barroom this past weekend, along with Don Jameson, and Dead Metal Society opened that thing up. 
Dead Metal Society played for over an hour. Wow. Which I thought was really cool. You don't see that a lot from openers. Yeah. And I kind of started thinking, well, it's probably because the touring opener was Don Jameson, mm. and that's comedy, easy to just slam in between exactly. two acts with no, all he needs is a microphone. Yeah. And so, yeah, they played for over an hour, and they played, they did their Metallica medley in its entirety. Yes. Which is great, you know, it's like probably seven or eight minutes long, where yeah. they hit like probably ten different Metallica songs. Well, do you remember what they did? Um... Harvester of Sorrow, uh, Master of Puppets. Um, Mama Said. Yeah, Hero of the Day. Just kidding, sorry. Sorry, House guys. Of Jack built. Um, <laughs> wasting my hate. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Fuck. I disappear. We're, we're stretching this <laughs> joke way yeah. out. No, they, they did their <laughs> Sandman. That was the only thing post-80s that they did. Gotcha. Um, I get that. I see that. That's cool. And the intro to Am I Evil was thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, you get the point. Yeah, but, totally. And, of course, all the other stuff they do, like, you know, speaking of Sebastian Bach, they did Monkey Business. They did Guns N' Roses, Cinderella, all this great stuff. And they're just kind of like we've talked about with Rocket Science many times. They're an amazing cover band that they take the cover band thing to the next level yeah you know just high quality music high quality performance amazing musicians we've had a couple of them on the podcast for mm-hmm. nine's been on here actually kind of recently back in may mm-hmm. he was on here with scott from down for five and rocket science and then he was on here pretty early on and we had jason gilardi the drummer on way back as well yeah. and that was a really good one he was he was in caroline spine he talked about a lot of that as well that was a great one so, yeah, check out Dead Metal Society if you ever get a chance. They play a lot in Oklahoma, Arkansas. I think they go into Texas and Missouri as well. Don Jameson came out, filled the gap. He was up there for about 30 minutes. You know, the majority of his set was, you know, rock and metal jokes, which yeah. I think that's what he does anyway, but obviously he's doing it on tour. He's on tour with Fast Pussy. Yeah, it probably works. goes over pretty well. Yeah. He ripped on Vince Neil once, which I thought was pretty cool. That's awesome. I can't remember exactly what he said, but of course it was about how it's not, a, you know, singing live, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And, but yeah, I mean, so it was really cool to see him. That was a really big draw for me because I always liked that guy and never seen him live. And mm-hmm. So it was cool to see that stuff as well. You know, Eddie Trunk came out and did the introduction, and so he had two-thirds of the that metal show there. And Eddie Trunk didn't make the joke that said that, you know, once this is over and you've had a few beers on it, go up to, to Don Jameson and ask him when that metal show is going to come back. He loves it when people, <laughs> when drunk people come up to him and try to That's talk about that. Right. <laughs> but Faster Pussycat came out and they've always been one of those bands that I've always loved them, mm-hmm. but I don't go see them every time live, but I'm always intrigued by it because... They're the definition of a band that you'd never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, that's almost, that's a definition of just rock and roll, right? Yeah. Almost punk rock and roll. I, you I don't know what that, the fuck yeah. you're going to get. Yeah. I've seen them where you could be classified as a shit show. Yeah. And I've seen them where it was good, but this one was the opposite end. And I've seen them quite a many times. And this was probably, I think, the best time I've ever seen them. Nice. You know, at nice. least in recent memory, wait, maybe back sometime, I'm forgetting. Yeah. 
But Tammy Down was on point. That's what you're always kind of wondering about, like how he's going to be in mm-hmm. this situation. He sounded great. For some reason, he sat down during two songs. He said, my old ass needs to sit down. And he actually sat down on a, on a seat, on a stage for two songs. But he sounded great. And he got back up and kept going. Hey, like, whatever it takes, yeah. you know. Yeah, the band sounded good, yeah. you know. Ace Von Johnson's been there a while. Chad, the drummer's been there a long time. They've got a... They played all the stuff you expect them to play, and then they played nonstop to nowhere. Oh, so nice. I thought you would like That's that. That's like the one song that I, I do dig by them. Yeah. I'm not a big Faster Pussycat guy. I'm just not, right. uh, you know, I I don't think they suck or anything. It's just not my, th- I just never got into them. Sorry. I, uh, oh, and Don Jameson came on stage and sang He's a Whore, the Cheap Trick song with him. Nice, nice. Which was like really cool. That, that will work. But yeah, full set, you know, it was like 16, 17 songs, I think. Great, so, man. You know, glad that, and there was a, a great crowd out there as well. Yeah, yeah, I saw a couple of things, you know, postings, you know, about how the crowd was great, packed house. So that's really good. That's what I like to hear. Right. They'll keep these shows going. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, the same night, you were actually a couple blocks over there yes. downtown at the Vanguard. Yeah, I went to see Alter Blood, Sign of Lies, Reliance Code, and Less Than Human. And that's four band, three, three of those four bands have been on this podcast. Yes. And one of them will likely be on this podcast in the next few months. Definitely. That's, that's more than likely a fucking definite. Um, great show. I thought this was, first off, I thought this is a great bill to put together. Um, you got, you got a couple bands that are crushingly heavy, growly, you know, just angst. And then you got a, a couple of just hard rock bands. You know, you're really, you're really giving people some variety and you're really giving everybody what they want. You know, um, I thought that was a great fucking idea. These four bands playing together. Um, Alter Blood gets better every time I see them. Um, you know, they've really come a long way. They've been on this podcast a while back. Uh, you know, Ryan is the only guy left and he's got a whole new, lineup or well it's not new but it's a different lineup than it used to be and i mean they're just firing on all cylinders they're tight uh the singer his name slips my memory i I apologize uh you know the guy can just i mean he sounds like a fucking demon um and uh it's just they were tight as fuck sign of lies um you know what was it twice? Well, you what, you've seen them once. I've seen them twice now. I've seen them a couple times. A couple times. It's okay. been a while. I mean, well, what the fuck do you say about these guys? I mean, it's just <laughs> insane. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, they've got, they've kind of got. There's just something about them. Like, there's just some like spark. Like, watch out for these guys. You know. Yeah. You know, they might be going some fucking places. You know, every everybody in that band is fucking great at their instrument. Um, you know, they have the they look the part. They have the songs. It's heavy, but it's catchy. You know, it was fucking awesome. Uh, Thunder Underground Fest. Band, yes, by the way. that's all I was about to say. I can't wait <laughs> to have these guys on the Thunder Underground Fest. Uh, that's gonna fucking rule. Um, the Reliance Code was next. Um, I mean. What can I say? I mean, we've seen Reliance Code a million times. Uh, they're they're never they're never bad. They're always fucking great. You know, Todd is an amazing singer. 
His voice is just on point. I really like the energy. You know, they've got, you know, their newer guitar player really brings a a cool vibe to this band. Um, They were all over the place. Um, You know, and and what I like, you know, about Reliance Code live or on the on record, they've just got hooks. Yeah, you know, you, you every song can get stuck in your head. Every it's like going to see a national band that you love, and every song you fucking know. Yeah. So I mean, that's just fucking rad. And, and it's then, just high quality heavy rock and roll. Yes, it is. It really is. It, it, it's it's a step above what you're getting, what you're hearing on the radio today. Yeah. You know, this is what needs to be on the fucking radio, not fucking. I don't know. I'm not going to name any bands, but. You know, we've went on and on about this. People get the fucking idea. <laughs> Finding Your Way Out is the name of their album that yes. came out last year. Yes, check this record out for sure. Um, and then, you know, Close the Night Out, uh, Less Than Human, uh, just destroying the place as usual. Uh, hair whipping around, fucking drumsticks flying. You know, I mean, it's just, it was just, uh, you know, reckless abandon as it always is, um, you know. And everybody was eating it up. Uh, I can't, you know, fucking love this band. You know, they're great. Um, they're hungry. They're young. And uh, God damn it. They need to fucking, people need to wake up to this shit. It's happening. But yeah. they just need, it just, people need to keep getting on board and getting on board. Like they had a, they've always had a strong following since they started, I noticed. Like yeah. if they're maybe people around their age. Mm-hmm. You know, but it seems like over the last few months, yes. I've noticed more people talking about them that weren't talking about them before. True. And, you know, in this area and wherever, you know. He, he, here's kind of what, like, to come back around to what I said at the beginning of this little segment is, you know, to pair them with some different stuff. I mean, it's fucking smart because, you know, th- there's still a lot of people that need to be like, oh, yeah, fucking less than human, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's a good crowd and that's exactly what they needed to do. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was a great fucking night and they're going to be on Thunder Underground Fest as well. That is correct. And speaking of Thunder Underground Fest, October 19th and 20th at the Shrine in Tulsa, we can announce that our good friends CJ McClellan and Dale Diver of the rock band Grind. Yes. will be there. Grind couldn't make it because Brian will be. Out of maybe out of the country, yeah, out, out of the town, country, getting married. Yes. So, congrats to him Definitely. and his soon-to-be bride. But CJ and Dell, I guess, really wanted to make this happen, so they're going to do this for us. Play some acoustic rock. Can't wait. And they're they're great at that. Yes, we already know that. And then we've also proud to announce that Murderous Mary has been added to this bill as well. That's right. That features Mike Starkey. Yes, we're, formerly we're, of Screamer and Mutiny. Yes, and Blackwater Rebellion. That's right. Blackwater Rebellion as well. We're very, very excited to have these guys on for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. So both of them have been added. So you'll see a new poster soon, my friend. Yes. Might even find another edition. There might be something. You never know. You never fucking know. Yeah. (laughs) But this shit's two months away. It's getting close. Yeah. It's almost, yeah, pretty much exactly two months Mm -hmm. from now. So yeah, be there at the shrine. If you're from out of town, drive your ass in here because it's um, near. 20 bands almost. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, we've got two full days. Well, two a day and a half. You know, we got Monday or 
Monday. <laughs> Where do I keep coming up with this random shit on? <laughs> we got Friday night. You need a Yoohoo or something? I think so. God damn. Yeah. And all day Saturday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's play some music. We haven't Why done not? that yet. We should Why have done not? that earlier. Speaking of Thunder Underground Fest again, our friends Solidify. Yes. Are from Fort Smith. And they will be coming in to play this show as well. They've got a brand new song out called Reunion. So check this out. If I had known it was the only time I would see your face We would celebrate When I'm alone, it is the only time I can see your face Though it's not today
brand new track from Solidify out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. That one's a little more laid back. That's not really the right term because it's not laid back. No. But you know, it's it's not as fast paced, I guess, as what we know from Solidify generally. But this is a great, great track. Great track. Got some piano in there and then you know the vocals are always great and the guitar work everything about this band's good they're just kind of like you said about reliance code it's a it's high quality heavy rock that you know is that i find better than most of the shit you hear on octane oh fucking <laughs> definitely there's no doubt about that yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing these guys again i know they were actually in I think they were in Tulsa the other night when we were at these other shows we were just talking about. Yeah. Badass Renee's. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we missed that one. And I'd love to see them before Thunder Underground Fest. But oh, no. regardless, if I don't, I will definitely be getting to see them there because I have not seen them since Rocklahoma. They played Rocklahoma 2018. So, get online, pull up Solidify, check these guys out. They've got some great music and they're a great band. Definitely. More people need to know about him. All right, so Slayer. Fucking Slayer. The final tour. This final tour started back in, what, May or June? Mm-hmm. It's going on a while. I think they've already said it's going through next year because they still yes. haven't even went out of the country with it. And you know that's going to take fucking... Oh, yeah. Because they've got to basically play the whole world here. Yes, pretty much. But this tour from the get-go has had one fuck of a lineup. Oh, man. Like, it started with Behemoth, and then the second leg now has Napalm Death. Yeah. So, we've got Napalm Death, Testament, Anthrax, Lamb of God, along with Slayer. I know. I mean, hold on to your asses here. Yeah. You know? Any one of those bands is worth going to see. Yes. Any one of those bands is worth traveling to go see. Yes, definitely. You put two of those bands together, you're like, holy shit, now you got fucking five of them together. It's like, this is almost like... Well, let's go to this festival of, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how, I mean, you don't, you get great lineups all the time, but it's, it's pretty rare that you get a lineup that fucking stacked. Yeah. It's, and, you know, what was it, last year or the year before, they just did Slayer, Lamb of God, and Behemoth. Right. And that right there is just, you know, that's a lot. Um, and I think that's what I like about this tour this year is it's Slayer's final deal. So they're just like, let's just blow it the fuck out. Yeah. And I mean, this is, this is a lineup. I mean, you cannot fuck with this lineup. (laughs) I mean, there's no way you can fuck with this lineup of bands. It's insanity. When Slayer's on tour and they're the third best band on the bill, (laughs) you know, this shit's fucking good. Yeah. When Lamb of God's the fourth best band on the bill. Yeah. Look, I'm just pissing people off right now. But Probably. I'm not meaning to. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But that, if you know, if those are the third and fourth best bands on the bill, you know that this shit's on fucking yeah, fire. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> See, it, it, well, and it's just, you know, it, it, this is one of those, this is one of those shows, this is one of those tours that it just sets a vibe and it's like, it's just a, an instant classic thing. We're always, always, always all going to talk about oh you remember that fucking lineup yeah i mean and you know when we're old men on fucking rocking chairs with catheters in and shit <laughs> you know and and i gotta be fucking moved around with a crane and shit <laughs> the, the goddamn we're <laughs> we're still gonna be talking about do you remember when yeah slayer took out like the best goddamn metal bands in the world and <laughs> had this fucking 
you know, bastard of a tour. I mean, it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, you're right. It has that feeling like when you normally bring that shit up, it's something that happened in the 90s or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) It's kind of like that that special, it's just that thing, like when Priest and Saxon and, you know, all that shit, uh, goddamn Black Star Riders and back when, you know, Clash of the Titans back then or... Guns and Roses, Metallica, yeah, the Faith, Guns no more Vatican. Yeah, I mean, just those those kind of things is what we're talking about here. You know, Pantera, Skid Row, Soundgarden. Yes, or um, yes, exactly. Or like when fucking, you know, Lollapalooza with Metallica and Soundgarden and the Ramones and Rancid. I mean, I yeah. mean, that's just that's what this is. And to have caught it twice in a week um, is pretty fucking badass, without a doubt. Too yeah. bad you couldn't have, motherfucker. Right. Well, the first one, <laughs> last, it was the Monday before, last Monday, um, Rogers, Arkansas. Yes. At the AMP, which is the, whatever that stands for, something music pavilion. Arkansas music pavilion. Yeah, there you Walmart, go. Yeah. And, but it's the Walmart AMP. Nice and, fucking place. Yeah, it's the first time I've been there. Yeah. I know a lot of people we know in that area have been there a lot and said it's cool. Yeah. And I've I've been saying this for years regardless, but going to this even fucking makes me say it even more. I'm like, why doesn't Tulsa have anything like this? Yeah, you know, I know. They, you know, there used to be the River Parks, but that mm-hmm. shit's been closed down for years, and it's gone now. And then it didn't I hear like, aren't they supposed to do something like this? I thought in the past year or two I heard rumor yeah, too, that there was. An, I, I don't know. You know, it's like this is there's Rogers is what maybe a tenth of the fucking i mean i don't know what it is it's a third of the size of tulsa if that and it's like tulsa doesn't have an amphitheater yeah i know it's fucked (laughs) and i don't want some bullshit like the zoo amp i mean like a real amphitheater like this (laughs) but anyway yeah so great facility very cool to check this out and this thing kicked off early you know because you've got five bands Mm -hmm. and a lot of these places you know they've got noise curfews because they're in town yeah. at least this show and the one you went to but so napalm death kicked off in arkansas like 5 p.m and that's you know the first thing we got to talk about is i know you're the same way as me like i've listened to napalm death before and i've always been i wasn't on the fence they've always been one of those bands from that genre that i've actually liked yes but i didn't really ever like dig too deep into them yeah until actually probably like a year or so ago Whenever Barney was on Josta's podcast and listening to him, just I'm just like, who the fuck, where the fuck did this guy come from? Yeah. Like, he's, you know, been doing this forever. And it's like, I haven't followed him enough to like know, to know, like, this guy's like intelligence is beyond. Yeah. Like, he's extremely smart. Yeah. Extremely well read. Uh, on just like anything and everything. Yes. I mean, it's. It's insane. And, and, and it intrigued me to the point that I'm like, you've got to listen to this. Yes, again. All, all his views are interesting and, for me, spot on on a lot of things. But, you know, he, he's not just uh, spouting shit off. He backs up everything he says, and he's extremely intelligent. Yeah. And he had, you know, came back in my radar a few years before that whenever yeah. he did the song Evelyn with Bullbeat. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was fucking, badass. That song is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it is. So if you're a fan of Volbeat, or even if you're not, because I know there's a lot of people that aren't, go pull up Evelyn and just give it a give it a listen, because Barney brings a new element to that band. But yeah, so seeing them live, I know 
we both walked away from that the same feeling like holy shit yeah this was... band this was like this moved me over to like yeah i'm a real fucking fan yeah yeah this is great um you know i mean i love his stage presence yeah you know i don't exactly know how to describe it but it's fucking awesome frenetic yeah so yeah it's like yeah he's one of those people that are just fucking lost in what he's doing i guess yeah he's so lost he's not he's not really doing anything fast yeah but he's just doing it yeah got to love it yeah intensity is a good word yes. for for that band as well that's right um yeah you're going to i hope you don't want any paint on your walls right when you play this, these guys they played like twice as many songs as Anthrax, and yes, they played shorter set. Too, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, the one songs... song was just like one second long. Yeah, right. And then he did another one that was like two seconds long, and he said that's literally that was two songs. <laughs> that's right. So there you go. Yeah. Well, and then they did that. And cover what's wrong of, with that? That's fucking one that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They did the cover of Nazi punks fuck off, yes. and that song's like a minute and a half or something or less. And kind of like you said, you know, I mean, even between songs and before that song, you know, he's given out a positive message as well, which yes. is like, you know, it's it's cool because it, it's not what you expect to come out of the guy's mouth. It's like singing for a band that sounds like this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But. Well, you know, this is, you know, uh, 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 lately a friend or two has asked me, why are all metalheads Trump supporters? And first I have to just stop and be like, what the fuck was that? That's like the most uneducated <laughs> guess type kind of fucking thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Well, it's like, who are they talking to that it is or isn't, you know? It's exactly. Like- um, and, and, and I'm like, and, you know, just because I was just like, I don't even know where to start on this. Uh, mainly because I don't know what the fuck just happened. And second, I'm not the the best guy to have you know, politics, you know, I'm not the best guy to explain politics to somebody. So I just kind of, I don't know, man, whatever. But I mean, this is, you know, this is a fucking perfect example. No, they're not this and fucking, you know, Randy from Lamb of God, the same kind of shit. Anyways, just, but to just tell you, you know, where napalm death is coming from, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Not that, you know, you know, vote for whoever you want, whatever. I don't give a fuck, but, just kind of, you know, go along with what you just said, you know, right. about his message. Well, yeah, so really happy to finally see them because I've never seen them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Every other band on this band, bill I've seen multiple times. Yeah, but true. Testament only a couple times, I think. Yes. And so it was actually saw them. The first time I ever saw them was opening for Slayer when we saw Slayer. Was it, it was Slayer and Megadeth, remember, in Kansas City? Yeah, that's right. Testament was open in that show. The one, I don't know, seven, eight years ago where Megadeth was doing Rest in Peace and Slayer was doing Seasons of the Abyss in its entirety. Weren't we late, though, and missed Testament? Did we? Man, I can't I thought dude, we, I I thought we were late and missed part, like half of it or something. Fuck, I, mean, I don't know. I can't remember. I remember seeing Testament way back in the day at Kane's, like right after, like in their death metal days. Oh, low or whatever. Yeah, that well, yeah. no, even after the gathering and shit. Oh, yeah. Where it was, he was like real deathy. When Alex Skolnick wasn't there. Yes, when Alex Skolnick wasn't there. That was the first time I'd ever seen him. Yeah, I don't think I went to that one. Yeah. Damn. But, yeah. So, this was 
what I was looking forward to the most. I yeah. Think. yeah. You know, I mean, obviously Anthrax is one of my favorite bands, but just seeing Testament again, because it had been a while since we saw him with Anthrax and Wichita. I mean, fuck, you got three of the original guys there, basically. Yeah, And then you've much. got a fucking beast on the drums. Oh, like man. One of the greatest drummers in metal. Pretty much. And, I mean, they... I mean, what do you say? It's like, this is the band that... If if someone says, like, what's the quintessential thrash band? I'd almost say Testament over Slayer. Just because... Damn. You, you really are wanting to piss some people <laughs> off. You know, because... You know, Anthrax has had a, has a lot of... You know, has spread a lot of different ways. Megadeth, you know, is pretty been pretty consistent yeah slayer's definitely consistent metallica's obviously went in different areas but testament it's just like for the most part from beginning to end outside that death metal thing it's like his vocals mm-hmm. are what i think of more so than i think of tom Array when i think of slash uh, thrash metal i see that that yeah. type of vocal yeah you know that you get with like him or death angel or you know even more you know a little bit higher with joey belladonna yeah but so i mean this is just you know, perfect. I'm so glad that Slayer brought these guys out there on this tour because I know there's probably a lot of people that came to these shows that knew the top three bands pretty well mm. but might not have known Testament. So I'm hoping that that's a, a good thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, anything anything to get some exposure. I mean, these these guys still need it, and they're too goddamn good not to. I mean, they were just on point, you know, and Alex Skolnick is just a wizard on the fucking guitar, you know? He's probably the best guitarist in thrash metal. He maybe I would go so far as to say he was at least definitely the best guitar player on that bill. Yeah, that's not a question. I mean, that's <laughs> that's not an argument, a right. debatable thing, right? You know. But so yeah, I mean, they covered everything. You know, they even played a uh, the fuck they they played something off of one of those albums that's going. They did dog face. F- that's right. Yeah, yeah, dog face gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. But then we got Anthrax. Yes. And one of my favorite bands, I know. Same for you. Exactly. Seen them tons of times now. Gene Hoagland was on drums. Yeah, he made a an appearance on this portion of this tour. I guess yeah. he's filling in for Charlie for whatever yeah. is going on with him right now. Who knows? There's always something, it seems like. Yeah, over the last two or three years, he's always missing a few dates out of every tour, it seems yeah. like. Because of different reasons, which, you know, sucks because he's one of my favorite drummers, but yeah. I'm not going to complain, you know, because I got to see Anthrax regardless. And they fucking killed it. Yeah, it's, it was only, what, seven songs or eight if you include Cowboys from Hell intro yes, and outro. Yeah. But, yeah, but, I mean, I got Be All End All, which is fucking awesome. That's right. Because that's, that's, I think that's probably my favorite fucking Joey record, Hell Steady yeah. Euphoria. But, you know, they played Cotton Mosh, Antisocial, fucking, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're seven songs, Madhouse. So got it's, the time. Got the time. It's the ones you want to hear, you know. And uh, they played Evil Twin from the newest That's album. That's right, Evil Twin. Which is great. And Indians, of course, at the end. Mm-hmm. And they opened the show jamming on Cowboys from Hell. Yes. And they even they closed the show as well. Doing the outro. Yeah. Was, yeah. Which was really cool. And Joey Belladonna just doesn't age, man. I mean, no. maybe physically a little, you know, but, but like his voice, voice does not. His man. voice does not age. He's it is fucking ironclad, dude. He's in that fucking Rob Halford 
stratosphere where it's yeah. just like he keeps getting older, but he doesn't lose anything. No. Like no. a lot of people do. His voice is still fucking badass. Like this guy could go out on stage in place of Arnell and Journey and fucking kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Much. <laughs> you are probably correct. And he was walking around with his cans of Monster pouring them in people's caps. Nice. You know, because Monster is a sponsor oh, of yes. Anthrax. They definitely At first are. I thought he was pouring beer and I'm like, oh no, he's holding the Monster can to help. You know, the sponsorship there, yep, I guess. Yep. But, yeah, Anthrax, I can never say enough good things. In fact, I love the John Bush era more than I love Joey Belladonna, but I love Joey Belladonna's era more than I love most other things. So yes, it's like, that's exactly. how much I love this band. Yeah, I mean, this is one of our absolute top favorite bands. So, I mean, you know, we were stoked for sure. Definitely. So then you've got Lamb of God. The, yes. The quote-unquote new band out of the five bands. Yes. Even though they're not new anymore, but they're the new out of these groups, I guess. Yes. And the new wave of American heavy metal, which, well, Anthrax had one of those guys in their band now, too. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> John from Shadows Fall. Shadows Fall has been playing the guitar, or the lead guitar for Anthrax now for three or four years. Uh, yeah, I think longer so. Longer than that. Um, yeah, maybe even a little longer than that. And Shadows Fall and... Flame of God both came up together. Mm -hmm. Shadows Fall, unfortunately, didn't get as much recognition. Hopefully, we'll see them back again someday because they're sorely missed, in my opinion. That's right. You never know. But back to the subject at hand, yes. Lamb of God is not sorely missed. They're still kicking ass. And this band, you asked me after the fact, like, who did you know, who'd you like the best? Or what do you think was the best part of it? Or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm always going to lean towards Anthrax because it's Anthrax. Mm -hmm. But Lamb of God is the one that I was most enthralled by, if yes. that's a good word. Just like kind of lost into it because I didn't even say beforehand I was up on the rail for all this mm -hmm. because our good friend Kevin Graham of course, got in there early, got a spot on the rail, and then I walked up there and squeezed up behind him. He said, hey, get up here. It was during Napalm Death, and then he told me to just stay there the whole show until Slayer, and then give him a spot back. So oh, I, got, yeah. I basically got a spot on the rail without even working for it. Thanks, Kevin Graham. Yeah, he's a wonderful human being. We love that guy. So that's kind of what seeing Lamb of God from there. I've seen him a few times, but never like right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, I was right in front of Willie. So that kind of getting to see all this that close, just kind of, it, I didn't need to be confirmed that I love Lamb of God. But I just, it just really maybe re just reinvigorated him up a level. Yeah, or two reinvigorated what I liked about him. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I I get that. I, I went through a lull with Lamb of God. I'll admit. Yeah. And their new album kind of brought me back, brought me back online a little bit. Yeah, I feel the so, same way. So I've been really back to paying attention to them and really into them. And they did a great fucking show. Put on a great set. They played. I knew every fucking song, and the fucking crowd knew the words of every fucking song. Yeah. Um, Randy Bly, you know, he gets on that fucking five-foot-high drum riser and fucking jumps off and, <laughs> you know, knees up to his chin, and then he jumps off. I'm not going to be able to do that when I'm 48 or 49 or whatever the fuck he is, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, the energy and what these guys are putting into these shows, we should be so grateful for this kind of stuff, you know. Right. They played 512, which yeah, is... Yeah, oh, fuck, love that song. That's not only my favorite song on the newest album, it's 
one of my favorite songs of theirs ever. Yeah. And so I was really glad that's part of the set. And they basically had a they had a stage set up that was headliner yes. worthy, you know, yeah, Slayer, was... I guess, you know, allowed them to bring all their stuff, which was cool. Yeah. And Chris Adler was not there, which most people already knew. Um, actually, some people around me didn't know. They were like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's off this part of the tour. Art Cruz from Prong. Is that really who it was? Yeah, who'd you think it was? I thought you knew that. I didn't know who it was. I was like, looking, that guy looks familiar. That's why I look familiar. Motherfucker. Like I'd read, he was just at the shrine a few months ago. That's with right. Prong. Yeah, you know, it was badass. And now he's playing sheds. Yeah, hell yeah. Again, it's a good goddamn thing I'm here. That's right. I tell you what. <laughs> well, then the main attraction, fucking Slayer, man. Yeah, fire. Yeah, everywhere fire. It's like. How does Ups, upside down crosses of fire, pentagrams of fire, walls of fire? Yeah, fire. I remember you talking about you know like the, seeing them a bunch, but the last time we saw them was the Dallas show, yeah, the year before last at the Gas Monkey, and you talked about how badass that intro was with the crosses that slowly turned upside yes, down, and then like the thing dropped. Yep, they did that too, but it seemed a little more extended, like mm-hmm. they had the pentagrams this time. Maybe they did before. I don't yeah, know. well, there's a couple bigger places they need to kind of yeah. They need to amp it up a little bit. Right. And then being outside in a bigger place like that, yep. they could have the fire. and That's right. Like you said, and had this, the Slayer emblems on fire. They had the fire shooting up. And I know, like, for any of them, <clears throat> the three guys in the front, but yeah. Paul in the back, it's like, how do you... Yeah, that's, I mean, what, that's what we were saying. How does Paul Bostaff not fucking just melt? Yeah, like, how is that... I mean, He must lose, like, 15 pounds every fucking show. There's got to be something. Maybe there's, like, air blowing yeah. off... Uh, from him, but I don't understand how that's possible if you're not wearing like yeah, I mean something to block the heat. You know? Just talk about some singed butt hairs, <laughs> right? God damn, yeah. But so I mean, what do you think? It's fucking Slayer. We know uh, they're, we dude, know they're they great. Played, live. They played Hella Weights, which yeah. I was fucking stoked about. That was fucking rad. That's my favorite album. That's one of my favorite songs by them. Uh, in 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 to speak to that. Their set list spans so much stuff. I think they, they did new stuff. List, they did old stuff. I think on this on this set list on this final tour, they're playing at least one song from every album. I get the yeah, most I get people, that, yeah. Most bands don't do that, which is mm-hmm. good. Like they yeah. even played the from the covers album. What I think something. Oh, I don't. I don't know. But anyway. But I mean, I'm just. This is. I mean, they're really just. They're going all out. They sound great. I mean, if this is truly it, and what a way to go out. Yeah, it, it was a it was a treat of a show. Disciple, Deadskin Mask. Oh yeah, fucking um, Deadskin Mask. Jesus Christ, man. War Ensemble is another one of my favorites. South of Heaven. Yeah. This, like, yeah, like you said, they played pretty much everything you'd want. You know, there's obviously going to be a few songs if you're a big fan, but yeah. you know, they covered everything, so you can't complain about that. That's right. And they just own the fucking place. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I, I think there's maybe what a week left. So if yeah. you didn't see it, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, then they're, I don't know if they've already announced, but, you know, they'll do Europe and all oh, that yeah. stuff. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they do another America run before they quit, you know. Really? I mean, I don't know. Huh. Maybe I wonder, not. They've, I wonder where their last gig will be. Probably, probably like LA. LA or some shit. Yeah. yeah. But they just said, or did they, I don't remember, how did they word it? Was it, we're retiring or is it, we're I just always thought it's the final tour. The final tour. Which just means yeah. 
That doesn't mean that they won't play again, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you mentioned it, you know, like, what if, like, these bands do two or three, you know, three or four years. Like, fuck it, you know, they yeah. go back out. But I don't see them doing anything on a grand scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Because Tom Mariah seems kind of like... Like, he's ready he, to get could be, they, This could be legit, you know? Yeah. yeah. But... But there's always a Las Vegas residency. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah they're kidding. the perfect band for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> fuck that. Circus, circus. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, Slayer headlining Vakin or Download or something. Yeah. You know, as a one-off. I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see that. Yeah. But then at the end of this thing, Tom Araya, like, walks out there, and he's just, like, standing there. Mm-hmm. You know, just, like... Staring at the crowd, almost just like at first, I thought he was standing there, just like, "Yeah, I'm fucking Tom Ryan. <laughs> Fuck you all." But then after, you know, after a thirty seconds, you realize, no, he's just kind of fucking taking this he's in. He's taking it in, yeah. And I guess he, I'm sure he's doing that at every single show. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it feels it doesn't feel like a put on. Yeah. Like you know, it's probably like this is our final run. And that's the thing. Slayer's always been in. genuine to themselves, whether, yeah. whether you like it or not. That's true. So I, I can't imagine it'd be a put on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, even if it's the same thing every night. And, you know, I've made my pitches before about the fact that Dave Lombardo's not there. I'm still yeah. kind of butthurt about that yeah. fact. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could go on without Hanneman, even though he's like the chief reason their fucking music's so great. Yeah. Because they got the best person in the world to fill in for him that they could. Yes. And, you know, Gary Holt, that's fucking perfect. Yeah. But I still just, it still bugs me a little that yeah. Lombardo's not there, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a business thing. Yeah. Um, if you guys ever want to know about it, go I, YouTube. It's like Dave Lombardo Drum Clinic or something. Yeah. Somebody right. asked him about it at Drum Clinic, and I guess they just called him on the right day, and he went fucking all into every bit of it. Yeah. I mean, he puts dollar amounts out there and everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, he probably shouldn't have done that. Right. But it's out there if any of you guys are ever curious as to why he's not in the band anymore. That is pretty much it. Yep. So. Well, yeah, it was great. So, I was talking about everything. You were talking about everything, but... My whole experience was what I saw in Arkansas. So yes. then a few well, nights later, you went to Oklahoma City. Yes. So is there anything about that? that well, n- no, other than just I mean, maybe you got a couple the same sets, things. probably. But. Yes, all the, all the sets were the same. But, you know, we, you know, because of the weather, we didn't get there till in the middle of anthrax. Oh, um, so you missed Testament? Yeah, the storms. Down. That's right. The storm held us back quite considerably. Uh, made for a slow trip to Oklahoma City. Um but it was all the same. It really was, and it was cool. Um, the only, the only special thing of note that I will talk about in Oklahoma City was there's a point where uh, me and our good friend Jason Carroll were getting a uh, beer, and we got our beers, and we were walking back to where you know my girlfriend, his wife, was where we were all hanging out for the show. And in front of us, probably about I don't know eight ten feet was this creepy looking guy well, you know he had a big old it was a different look it was like a baseball hat but it was real big and puffy and he was wearing it way kind of over his eyes and his hair pulled back and he had a black long sleeve shirt on buttoned down underneath a t-shirt and big old baggy shorts and you know long black socks and tennis shoes and had a big camera in his face 
And he was just, he kept it to his face and he just kept snapping pictures of people. And then he, he saw us right ahead of him and he snapped a couple of us. And then he took his camera down from his face and I'll be goddamned if it wasn't Alex Skolnick. <laughs> and I just kind of went, son of a bitch. And Jason Carroll didn't notice it at first. So I, I stopped him and by this time he, he started to pass us. And I, I, I nudged Jason. I said, hey. Do you see who that was? He goes, no. I said, go see who that was. <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm a little bit more shy about these kind of things. You know, I knew he'd go say something. So he turned around and he goes, and he was like, wow, that's Alex Skolnick. I was like, yeah. And um, <clears throat> we went up to him and he shook our hands, but he was, uh, and I think Jason said something to the effect of, wow, you know, you're, you're being pretty sneaky out here with that camera. <laughs> And he told us, he goes, yeah, you never know. I'm, 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 he's like, I'm wandering around. I'm, uh, I might just, you know, pop out and take a picture of you and disappear. You got to watch me. And so we didn't, you know, we didn't ask for a picture or want to make a big deal of it. Cause you could tell he was trying to be a little covert. Yeah. So, you know, he just shook our hand real quick and we walked off. So I got to meet Alex Skolnick and it was pretty awesome. Uh, never washing this hand ever again. Right. Maybe some of that talent will. Who's in this hand yeah. somehow, but probably not. So, so we got to meet so, yes. one of the members of the Alex Skolnick trio. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so, but other than that, the show was the same, you know, it, and it was great. Lamb of God was awesome again. Um, you know, I like when Randy Bly asked the crowd to give him a, a Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah. That's awesome. That, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was. And Slayer was just bad acidness and fire and then a lot more fire and then after that there's a lot more fire again and then when that was over there's a little bit more fire so there you go was there any fire though a little bit okay a little bit it was all right (laughs) yeah you know but have you been looking at Alex Skolnick's Instagram? No, I should. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I follow him, but I you know, know he... our feeds are all dicked up because Instagram and Facebook yeah. suck. Because he posts random stuff, yeah. so probably photos he's taken, you know. But um, I did notice last week, I think it was before the Arkansas show, one of his posts was, I think they're in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And he said it's, you know, whatever the name of it was, like, the Tennessee Municipal Auditorium or something. Or Amphitheater or something. And he's like, it's really great to be playing a place that's called this and not, like, the FedEx, (laughs) you know, Amphitheater or the the Yum Yum Tasty Dorm. The KFC Yum Center. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, or the, the, um, yeah. And then, no, it was was on the day. Maxi Pad Pavilion. Some shit. It was on the Arkansas day because he said, and then guess what? Today we're playing the Walmart Amphitheater. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Nice, nice. But speaking of this show, I know the Oklahoma City show, I noticed that our friend Andy Papadopoulos was at that show. Yes. And that ties in great with what we're about to do here. That's right. If you like Slayer, you might like. The band Archon. You might you 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 do like the band Archon, <laughs> or if you don't, then you need to just turn this thing off right now and go watch Big Bang Theory or something. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of great music, but they just came out with a brand new song here in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. and we're very happy to play it right now. Fire that bitch up. It's called Wannabes. <laughs> Thank you. 
there you go. Wannabes from Archon. Brand new music from our friends out of Oklahoma City who will also be playing Thunder Underground Fest in That's October. Right. Can't wait. So, I love Archon, but I always find it weird that you think that Andy's not that great of a guitarist. Jesus Christ. Would you just not do this? Okay, He's sorry. a big guy. He's going to pummel me. Don't fucking put words in my mouth. He's a fucking amazing guitar player. I think he's you're heard just, episodes before shit. where you said that he's got the fingers of fury. Is that what fucking, you call them? Yeah, the flying fingers of fury. It's insane. Yeah. This guy's amazing. <laughs> and you're here trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> Damn it. I'm, but yeah, this this song I like that's a little more prodding than, yes. than, their, than some of their other stuff, which mm-hmm. is a little more balls out. And then, but then when it gets to the solo, you know, Andy picks oh, yeah, it up. Oh yeah, that's you know? fucking insane. And and also, um, this was a video. Is this available, like on their on their socials? Um, I don't know that I've seen it on their okay. socials. Well, maybe I'm speaking out of turn then. But that was a cool video too. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's not, be on the lookout for that. Go follow yes. Archon. That's A R K H O N. Follow them on Facebook, so you'll be alerted to that. Yes, definitely. And like I said, they'll be at Thunder Underground Fest on, which is October nineteenth and twentieth. We should have the lineups, the actual days that bands are playing here coming this week. Actually, yes, yeah, from our good friends at Scarstruck Entertainment. That should be coming soon. Travis and Mark will have all this brought together. Yeah, yeah, because they're badass. Th- that's right, and we can't wait yeah. for all this to go down. Right. But so hell yeah, for oh, New yeah, Archon. But before we do, I wanted to jump back yes, to Testament, know, and you were going to, like you had said, that they dedicated was uh, Practice, practice What You Preach to Jill Janice. Right. And then uh, Lamb of God dedicated, laid to rest to Jill Janice. Because that was actually that day. That day was the news broke. Yeah. That Tuesday or whatever the fuck the show was. Thursday. Or Thursday, yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Forgive me. But, you know, also going back to this Slayer Anthrax Testament tour stuff, the the rumor, I, I and I don't know, because just like you said a minute ago, um, you know, there was kind of a rumor about this last year or the year before that didn't really happen. But It was a little different. Yes, it was a, bit, a little different band. Along and, the same lines. Yes, but this is this is popping up in a lot of places. So I guess there's going there's going to be a Battle of the Titans tour in twenty nineteen. With Testament, Overkill, Death Angel, and Suicidal Tendencies. That's fucking insane. Now, I hope that I hope that comes to fruition. That's straight up. You know, none of those bands are on the level that Slayer have set. But yes. that, that lineup straight up rivals this lineup, in my opinion. Oh, man. Just a pure I mean, greatness of four great bands that I fucking love all four of them. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even know where to fucking... I mean, I, I I will drive a long way for that. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, you know how badass Overkill is? And they're yeah. my fourth favorite band out of those four bands. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> fucking Suicidal's newest album is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, fucking. Uh, Death De- Angel a Death couple Angel. years ago. Oh, man. The Evil Divide. That is a great fucking record. Then Testament, you know? I mean, it's just like... Uh, the Brotherhood of the Snake. Yeah, the thrash gods are shining down upon us here. And let's hope that that is more than just a rumor. Yeah, I really, really, really hope that happens. Because you know it would hit at least Dallas. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And we would go. Yeah. Unless it's on like a Wednesday night or some shit. <laughs> Damn it. 
Well, speaking of shit that I don't, I think it's on a random night I can't go, but we talked about this back when it was announced earlier in the year, but you know the Wayne Kramer MC5 thing? Yeah. That tour he's doing? Or he's got, and who the, he had like this insane fucking band. Kim Fayol was yes. playing guitar. And then a, Doug Pinnock was playing bass. That's right. And uh, I'm drawing a blank on the drummer. They were badass too. But anyway, they went over to Europe and did a few shows already. And then now Doug Pinnock has left. Yeah. So Billy Gould from Faith No More is now Jesus Christ. a part of this. No kidding. Yeah. That's quite a lineup there. Yeah. So it's coming to, I know Dallas, but it's, I can't remember when it is. It just, for some reason, I don't think it was going to work. But if it's getting a lot of dates. So even if you're not a follower of the MC5, I'd go see this just for that fucking band, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's that's quite a lineup there. Yeah. So is that, well, and, and another random thing, when I was like driving today, Slash was on Octane talking to Jose. Okay. Doing an interview, playing some of the new songs. And this is the first time, it's not definite, but this is the first time anyone said anything remotely close to definite mm-hmm. was, and you know, Jose was doing a good interview he never he wasn't ever bringing up guns and roses or asking guns and roses questions like it would come up like when Sla- slash was talking about stuff yeah but then towards the end he asked something about like you know the plan going forward with the miles kennedy conspirators and all that <clears throat> and he said you know it depends on what guns and roses decides to do in this and that yeah and, and he said everybody you know cre- keeps asking if we're gonna make any music and he said, I'm, I'm pretty positive that it will happen. Wow. He said, I want it to happen, Slash wants it to happen. I mean, Axel wants it to happen, and Duff wants it to happen. We've all got ideas. We've all already got stuff. Bullshit. He's like, but it's just a matter of us getting together and making it happen. So, well, What do you think as a gigantic Guns N' Roses fan? I was I always assumed it might since they went on this tour that lasted over two and a half years. Yeah. Basically, and they are probably going to do stuff again next year. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, but I always knew there was a good possibility it might not happen as well. Yeah. I don't know what would come of it. I mean, obviously, Slash still writes great music. Yes. And, I mean, he, he wasn't even heavily involved. I mean, he was, but, like, he wasn't the chief songwriter on Appetite. And, I mean, Axel, I mean, regardless of what people think, Chinese Democracy's got great songs on it. Yeah. And Axel can still write a fucking song. Well, I mean... <laughs> So can, I think it would they, be good. Can they work together? Oh, I'm sure. I don't know that, that they would sit down and do a full album or not, or if they would just go in and do a song or two or something. Mm-hmm. But they're not the type of band you would think would just go in and let's just record one song. It would be like, let's make a fucking album. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, you know, I I think it'll be good because, you know, I thought that this tour was going to be a train wreck, and it wasn't. So what the fuck do I know? Yeah. So, you know, and I'm skeptical about them doing new music. I mean, it'll it'll probably be fucking awesome. So, I mean, people are going to make keep my mouth shut. People are going to make the jokes forever, but I mean, on yeah. throughout this tour and the ACDC tour, Axel's pretty much proved that, you yes. know, things have changed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, and, and and it looks like he's not going to do ACDC, so well, I mean, there's still no confirmation that that's real pictures. True. That true. those aren't pictures from Rock or Bust. We shall see. Yeah. 
we shall see. I'm not going to believe that until I see a, a picture of Angus and Brian Johnson <laughs> in the same place. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> but yeah, anything else? I think that wraps it on up. Well, I mean, the obligatory stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's think. If you're like, for some reason, you just found this podcast because you like Slayer, you like this other stuff we're talking about, mm-hmm. you need to go back and check out some old ones. You mentioned Death Angel. We had Ted from Death Angel on here. That's right. Other thrash bands like Battlecross, Insight, Richie Cavalera. I've had on guys from, you know, Megadeth. Chris Broderick was on here as well as the mighty Dave Elfson. We've had on Gene Simmons from Kiss, Bruce Kulik, John Conley from Seven Dust, both Reed Mullen and Mike Dean from COC. We've had on Biff Byford from Saxon. You mentioned Prong earlier. Tommy Victor Tommy was on Victor, here. That was a good one. Yeah. Two of the guys from Black Star Riders who are also in Thin Lizzy. We've got guys from, if you like, Stoner Rock, King, Truck Fighters, um, Wino. Wino, definitely. The king of not even really Stoner, just Doom Metal. The king of that shit. And one Crowbar, of the, Kirk yeah, Winstein. I was about to say, yeah. the, the crown prince of Doom Metal. <laughs> Kirk Winstein. <laughs> and if if you like your your 80s melodic hard rock, we've got you covered there. Yeah. Because we've had on Mark Kendall from Great White, Mark Guscott from Trickster. Uh, we've had on Ian Hogland from Europe. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Mark Touring from Bullet Boys. Uh, Joey Allen from Warrant. Right. Um, Bill Everty from Firehouse. Yeah. So, I mean, we got you covered on that deal, too. Steve Blaze from the highly underrated Lillian Axe. Yes. What a fucking player that guy is. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much covers the gamut of hard rock and heavy metal. That's what we've always intended to do from the get-go. That's right. That's Because we, we love pride, it all. That's what we pride ourselves on. Yeah. So Unapologetically. Dig back, that's right. So dig back through there, 183 previous episodes. The most recent one was Frank Hannon of Tesla. Yes. Which is one of my favorite bands. Go. So, that was fucking rad. Very glad for that. So check that one out if you have not yet. I've had on a lot of a lot of guys from our area, like Let's Slip the Dogs were on here recently, as well as guys from Driver and Severmind, Fist of Rage, Grind, Machine in the Mountain. List long list. We mentioned Reliance Code earlier, Alter Blood, Less Than Human. So go back and check all those out as well. You can hear us every Monday night on 1027 WSNR. You can stream us anytime you want, soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground. Pull us up on our website, thethunderunderground.com. And then pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that great stuff. Tell Alexa to play us. She'll do it. And then... Or if you don't want to, that's cool, because I don't like talking to a goddamn machine. But, you know, whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, well... I'm just telling people they can. True. I'm not telling true. them they have to. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I lost my train of thought. Oh, Patreon. Patreon.com. Search Thunder Underground. It's backslash Thunder Underground, all one word. Pull us up and give us a few bucks. Please do. It can be two bucks. It can be 20 bucks. Whatever you feel comfortable with, however much you like us. If you only like us for, you only think we're two bucks, that's great. That's two more bucks than we had. and <laughs> I, I, I've been told I'm worth less in my life before, so two bucks is fucking awesome. 
Right? Yeah. But anything, it's all good. It helps keep this thing going. We've also got merch you can buy at ethanunderground.com or hit us up on Facebook or email us at ethanunderground at gmail.com. We've got t-shirts and koozies and stickers and bracelets and we'll have more stuff coming soon. We've got magnets as well. Hell yeah. So yeah, is that enough rambling about all that stuff, I think? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I can't wait for the Thunder Underground football-shaped phone. My God. How come you just now brought that up? <laughs> I don't know. You could have put that shit in production two years ago. <laughs> hey, you know, it just just pops up. You know what would be cool if we could get the Garfield phone? Motherfucker, I was just about to think of... I was just about to say the Garfield phone. With, like, Thunder Underground logos on his eyes or something? Yeah, yeah, that know. would be great. <sighs> Wheels are turning. As, as, as Mel Brooks said in Spaceballs, merchandising, merchandising, <laughs> merchandising. <laughs> what else? I mean... What are some other good ideas we could have? Um, we could have fucking Thunder Underground flip-flops. That's good. We could have uh, Thunder Underground lighters. Uh, we could have Thunder Underground air guitar strings. Yeah, those are um, actually already in the works. Yes, yeah, yeah. The factory's, need to package them up. factory's making them right now. Yeah. Thunder Underground melon baller. Um, that's, uh, that's a real big one for me. I'd like to get going. <laughs> Thunder Underground anal beads. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> okay, well. Melon that's baller. Your, that's, that's your thing. I'm still stuck on the melon baller, even though I said anal beads. But melon baller, that's just perfect. I like that. You need a Thunder Underground ice cream scoop? I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> have you we seen those? Uh, stop, have man. you seen those Go Girl things? We need to stop right now. The what? It's called Go Girl. No. Or Sheenus or whatever. No. The thing where, like, it's like the cup that's, like, got the thing that sticks out to where a chick can put it. Oh, those. We could have Thunder Underground. Yeah. She can put it on so she can just stand there and, like, piss at, like, a urinal and not have to, like, you know, go squat in a shitty porta pot or whatever. So, anyway, oh, yeah. we can get those and put yes. Thunder Underground logos on them. Boy, jo- you- Josh Roach would buy one. Yeah. For himself. Your mind no, is working. I love Josh Roach. I didn't mean that. Your mind is working. It's working places I didn't even know existed. <laughs> All right. We really need to go. We do. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground.